Hi, this is Rick Warren, and welcome to Daily Hope. Did you know that God gave you spiritual gifts that he expects for you to use to help other people? God didn't give you your gifts for your benefit. He gave you them for the benefit of others, and he gave other people their gifts for your benefit. The Bible says in Romans 6.13, Give yourselves completely to God, for you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body, that means every gift you've got, as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Now, you may already know what your gifts are. You may just not be using them to help other people. Or maybe you don't even know what your gifts are. Either way, you're going to learn today how to use what you've been given for the benefit of others. I'm glad you've joined us on Daily Hope. Let's get started. Today on Daily Hope with Rick Warren, we continue in our new series from Pastor Rick that was taught recently at Saddleback Church in Southern California. It was an immensely popular series on surviving relationships God's way. It's called You Make Me Crazy. And whether you know a crazy maker or you are one, this series is definitely for you. Now today, part three of a message called Six Keys to Peace and Relationships, taken from the book of James and other portions of Scripture. Here's Pastor Rick. Guys, if your girlfriend or your wife says to you, I feel ugly, you don't dismiss it. You're not ugly. That doesn't help at all. What you need to do is say, why would you feel that? What would make you say that? Because you need to look beyond the feeling, I mean, I mean the, the words, and say, why would she say, I'm a, she's obviously not ugly. But for you to just say, you're not ugly, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. When they says, I feel ugly, you need to go, why would you say that? What's making you feel that today? Now you're getting to the real issue. Somebody says, I'm afraid. Well, don't be. Oh, thank you, that was very helpful. I really felt your moral support right there just then. I was, you know, I'm scared to death and you say, don't. <laughs> Thank you very much. That is minimizing. Now, if you don't get anything else I say, get this today. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They're just there. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They're just there. They're not facts, so you don't need to argue it. They're just feelings. And if I feel something, I shouldn't have to defend it. And if you feel something, you shouldn't have to defend it. Somebody should just go, I hear you. And maybe other people feel that way too. What we do is we try to convince people that their feelings are wrong, and you're always going to lose at that one. Number three, if I want to be wise, I won't minimize your feelings. I don't compromise my integrity. I don't antagonize your anger, push your hot buttons, and I don't minimize your feelings. Wisdom acknowledges your feelings and doesn't diminish them. You see, the typical reaction, when we don't feel what other people feel, we do two things. Number one, we belittle them. If you had a brain, you would know that's just not true. And you wouldn't feel that way. We belittle. That doesn't help. And the other thing, this is worse, is we play psychologist. Now the reason you feel this way is because your father, oh. 
all right, you know, you are not a psychologist and you, you are condescending when you try to tell people why they feel the way they feel. You don't even know why you feel the way you feel. You can't figure out your own motives half the time. Why would you think you could figure out somebody else's? The moment you start judging somebody else's motives, you're playing God and you're wrong. That's a battle you're gonna lose. Don't play psychologist. Proverbs 15, four says this in the Bible. Kind words bring life, but cruel words crush your spirit. You ever come home from a day at work and play the game, my day was worse than your day? Well, I had this problem, and, you know, and you know, your husband or your wife or your roommate tells you all the bad things, and instead of you sympathizing, empathizing, and being considerate, you say, you think you had problems. <laughs> no, no, those are minor. Let me tell you what a real problem is. And you start telling your problem. Is that actually helping the relationship? No, it's foolish, it's dumb, it's not wise. The Bible says wisdom is gentle, wisdom is considerate. Is it possible you both had a tough day? Yes. Is it possible that you could be considerate of their tough day without having to top it? Yes. What am I saying? I'm saying if you want to be wise, if you want to stop making the same stupid relational mistakes over and over and over, you need to stop minimizing other people's feelings. You need to let your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your spouse, your parents, your children, whoever, you need to let them feel what they feel without minimizing it. You need to let them feel tired when they're tired and not try to talk them out of it. You need to let them feel depressed when they're depressed and not try to talk them out of it. You need to let them feel angry or alone or scared when they feel that way. Friends offer kind words, not remedies. The other day, Kay was being interviewed and they asked her, they said, do you wake up grumpy in the morning? She said, no, I usually let him sleep. <laughs> she, she's considerate. She's, she's considerate. She lets me sleep in. Some days I don't believe in God before 11 a.m. <laughs> Number four, wisdom is willing to yield to others. You know, I have spent much of my life hanging out with people I totally disagree with so I could share the love of Jesus with them and help them come to know Christ. Which means I've heard a lot of stupid ideas. I've sat in groups of people who share me stuff that's the most off the wall crazy idea. What do you do? You just smile and you nod and you don't interrupt. And you let them say their entire piece. Because what I've learned is if you let people say their entire piece, they'll let you say your entire piece. And then I can come back and say, well, here's what I think. Here's what I believe. Here's what the Bible says. And people go, oh, well, that makes sense. I never thought about it that way. But if you try to interrupt them in advance, you try to take them down point by point, you are being a fool. It is foolish to try to take people down point by point. You just make them mad. Now, number five, the Bible says wisdom is full of mercy and good deeds. Circle that word mercy. If I'm going to be wise, I'm going to maximize mercy. I'm going to major on mercy in my relationships. Full of mercy and good deeds. In other words, it's wise to show grace to people when they mess up, 
when they blow it, when they sin, when they fumble, when they flub up, when they have faults, when they fail. It's wise to show mercy when people show up. It's wise to cut people slack when they mess up. Let me, let's just take it this way. Who is the wisest person in the universe? God. Who is the most merciful person in the universe? God. You think there's any little connection there? Yes, fools are judgmental. Wise people are merciful. Anytime I start judging you, I'm being foolish. Anytime I'm being merciful, I'm being like God. And that's wise. It's wise to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's wise to show grace, to show mercy, to be forgiving, to cut people some slack. God cuts me slack all the time. So I better cut it to somebody else. Everything you have in life is a sheer gift from God. Your next breath is because of the mercy of God. You wouldn't be alive if it weren't for the mercy of God. If it weren't for the grace of God, you wouldn't see, hear, touch, smell. You wouldn't exist. Everything I have and everything you have is because God is a merciful and gracious God. God doesn't give me what I deserve. He gives me what I need. If I got what I deserved, I wouldn't be standing here. If you got what you deserve, you wouldn't be alive. God doesn't give you what you deserve. He gives you what you need. That's mercy. And the Bible says that's wise. Wise people give people what they need, not what they deserve. That's mercy and that's wisdom. So here's the fifth mark of wisdom in a relationship. If I want to be wise with my kids, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my husband, my wife, if I want to be wise, I won't emphasize your mistakes. That's Rick Warren with a portion of today's message called Six Keys to Peace in Relationships. It's from the new broadcast series, You Make Me Crazy. We'll continue with more in just a moment. But first, you might not know this, but there's a whole lot more to Rick Warren than his best-selling Purpose Driven Life book. In fact, rickwarren.org is packed with resources taken from Pastor Rick's 30-plus years of preaching and teaching. This includes CDs, DVDs, free streaming sermons, Bible studies, small group resources, and much more. And it's all there at rickwarren.org. Also, you can request prayer, find out what it means to trust your life to Christ, and sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. So, visit us online today at rickwarren.org. There's more daily hope with Pastor Rick in just a moment. We all have relationships that drive us crazy. Maybe it's a spouse, sibling, co-worker, or a nutty relative. That's why you need the You Make Me Crazy study kit. In this six-part DVD series and study guide, Rick Warren helps you do more than just survive crazy relationships. He helps you thrive in them. The You Make Me Crazy study kit is our gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. So call 800-600-5004 to request yours today. Call 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. Wise people don't rub it in. Wise people rub it out. Wise people are merciful. So let me ask you, how high do you rate on mercy? Do you jump on every fault or blunder? You know, great move, klutzo. You know, you're always picking at people, always pointing out their errors or mistakes. Do you continually bring up the past? And every little sin that your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or whoever has done, you file it back so you can pull it out when you need to to get a little leverage? 
Heard about a high school kid recently came home from school with a bad report card and his dad blew a gasket. And uh, next day he went back to school and, the, and his friend at school said, what did your dad think? He said, oh, my dad got historical. <laughs> he said, don't you mean hysterical? He said, no, historical. He told me everything I've ever done wrong. <laughs> do you do that? You, you know, you let it all pile up, you let it all dam up, and then when somebody hits you at the wrong spot, you just, blah, you let it all out. That is foolish. Because wisdom is full of mercy. It's full of good deeds. The Bible says in Proverbs 17, 9, love forgets mistakes. Nagging about them parts the best of friends. Now think of the person who's closest to you in your life. Right now, okay. Think of the person who's closest to you in your life. And even though you love them, there's some things they do that just flat out bug you. I mean, it really bugs you. You know those things that really get you going? Let it go. Let it go. It is foolish to hold on to it. Let it go. There's so many things to love about them. Let it go. You're not God. Last week I saw Mike and Sally Kendall out here on the campus. Mike has been on staff in facilities for many, many years. And I happen to know that Sally and Mike had just had their 50th wedding anniversary. And uh, Mike had kissed Sally and she was getting ready to drive off. And I walked over to Sally's car, she rolled the window down and I said, congratulations Sally on 50 years of marriage. I said, what is the secret of a 50 year lasting marriage? She looked at me and said, pastor, I never tried to change him. She drove off, and I'm not making this up. This is the exact truth, and they had not colluded on this. I walked up to Mike, who was further on up the way, and I said, Mike, congratulations on 50 years of, of marriage. I said, what's the secret of 50 years of marriage? He said, I never tried to change her. They had both said the exact same thing. Wisdom is full of mercy. Number six. The Bible says that wisdom is impartial and always sincere. Now this is interesting. These two words in the Greek, in the original Greek in the Bible, are the words adikritos and anipokritos. They're very similar words. Impartial and sincere. Adikritos, anipokritos. Um, let me explain it this way. The Greeks invented theater. Comedies, tragedies, you know, all Plato, Socrates, Sophocles, all these guys wrote very famous plays. And in Greek plays, one guy would often be an actor and would play many parts. He'd come out wearing a mask and he'd say his part, then he'd go back behind the stage, he'd get another mask, he'd come back out and he'd play somebody else's part. Then he'd go back behind the stage and he'd get another mask and he'd come back out. He's playing many roles and wearing many masks and the word in Greek for that person, he was called a hypocritos. We get the word hypocrite from it. It means he wears a mask. He's always acting a different role. Hypocritos, always playing a role, always wearing a mask. These words are the exact opposite. Adikritos, anipokritos, it means impartial and sincere. It means you're genuine, you're without hypocrisy, you're the real deal. The word we would use today is the word 
authentic. Authentic. Now, here's the sixth key. If I want to be wise in my relationships, I won't disguise my intentions. I won't wear a mask. I won't fake it. I won't pretend. I won't try to be somebody that I'm not. I won't lie to you. I won't cheat you. I won't trick you. I won't fake you out. I won't take advantage of you. I won't deliberately mislead you. The point is this. Fools are fakes. Wise people are authentic. They're the real deal. They aren't phonies. They're genuine. They're authentic. They're warts and all. What you see is what you get. Now, there are two places today where people fake it more than anywhere else. Where people are phony. They don't show their true selves more than anywhere else. Two places. Online and on dates. They don't show their true selves. They're always trying to make themselves look better than they really are online and on dates. Psalm 12, verse 2. Look up here. On, the Bible says, oh, Proverbs 10, 18. The lips of a liar conceal hostility, and whoever spreads accusations is a fool. Let me read you Psalm 12, 2. Everyone lies to his neighbor. Their flattering lips speak with deception. You know, dating actually sets up relationships to be phony. Because dating in itself is an artificial relationship. You look your best, you act your best, you talk your best, you dress your best, shoot, you smell your best on a date. It's not the real you. It's passing gas and burping, you know. No, no, you're just super cool, and, and you're, you're not really real. You know, on dates, you know, no man would ever actually go to the opera except on a date. Okay, ladies, you just need to realize no man likes opera. Okay, okay, really. In fact, you laugh at things on dates that aren't even funny. It's, you know, somebody says it, and you, your date says something, you <laughs> it was the stupidest thing you ever heard, but you laughed at it anyway. Okay, it is a phony, fake relationship. In fact, no place on the planet Earth is more inauthentic, more phony than a singles bar. I mean, it is the epitome of fake, phony, inauthentic relationships. Nowhere else on the planet can a total stranger come up to you and offer to buy you something. Can I buy you a drink? You don't even know me. I mean, were you in Sears, a guy walks up and says, can I give you a toaster? I mean, really, you're in Albertsons. Care for a box of Captain Crunch? You're kind of cute, you know. Can I get you some pickles? <laughs> it's so phony. It's so fake. If I'm honest, if I'm real, if I'm wise, I'm not going to disguise who I really am. Now, let's review. How wise are you in your relationships? Do you ever compromise your integrity? That's not wise. Do you antagonize other people's anger and push their buttons intentionally just to get even? Dumb, not wise. Do you minimize feelings? You shouldn't feel that way. Do you criticize suggestions? That's a dumb idea. Do you emphasize mistakes and you rub it in rather than out? Do you disguise your attention? Friends, 
as your pastor who loves you. If you don't wise up, if you don't wise up, if you don't learn some godly wisdom, you're gonna go through your entire life making the same relational mistakes over and over and over and over and you're not gonna get what you want out of that relationship. A intimate, satisfying, soul-satisfying relationship. The kind that God intended for you to have. How do I get the wisdom to stop making foolish mistakes in relationships? Well, there's only two places you get wisdom. You don't get it from college. You don't get it from online uh, you know, blogs. You don't get it from TV shows. You get wisdom from knowing God and doing what he says to do, doing his word. Knowing God and doing his word. You can get intelligence, you can get facts, you can get information, you can get smarts, you can get technical skills from going to school. But you don't get wisdom from going to school. You get wisdom from knowing God and doing what he says to do, because he is the source of all wisdom. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope. And in just a moment, Rick will be back to share a final hopeful thought. But right now, don't forget to visit rickwarren.org. If you're wondering what it takes to have a better marriage, or you're wanting to learn to dig deep into God's Word, or maybe you're just hoping to find some healing for your hurts, habits, and hang-ups, get the resources you need in the online store at rickwarren.org. And we would love to pray for you. So you can let us know what your needs are and sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional when you visit rickwarren.org today. Now, just before Rick comes back with his closing thought, you probably are not human if there isn't at least one relationship in your life that drives you crazy. It's probably a boyfriend or girlfriend. It might be your spouse or parent, a coworker or a neighbor, or maybe it's a special relative who shows up once a year. Whoever these crazies are, they absolutely have the potential to frustrate you and distract you from the life God wants for you. So Pastor Rick wants to send you his six-part DVD series and study guide called the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. This very, very popular Bible study was a big hit at Saddleback Church because it gives you practical tools to survive difficult relationships God's way. Pastor Rick wants to send it to you to thank you for your donation supporting the Daily Hope broadcast. Now, I've said it before, Daily Hope is a 100% listener-funded broadcast, and that's why your financial support is so important to us. So please call and give today, and then let us say thanks by sending you Rick's six-part DVD series and study guide, the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit, and start improving those tough relationships right away. 800-600-5004. That number again, 800-600-5004. When you call, please think about donating just a little extra to help keep Daily Hope on your station. And now, here's Rick with a final note of encouragement. Who's the wisest person in the universe? Well, obviously the answer is God. Who's the most merciful person in the universe? Obviously, it's God. So anytime I judge, I'm being foolish. But anytime I'm merciful, I'm being like God. That's wise. It's wise to cut people some slack because God cuts me slack all the time. God is a God of grace and mercy. Now, everything you have in life is a gift from God. Even your breath, the next breath you take is a gift from God. If you got what you deserved, you wouldn't be alive and neither would I. 
Yet God doesn't give me what I deserve. He gives me what I need. That's mercy. It's wise to show grace to people when they mess up, when they blow it, when they sin, when they fumble, when they have faults, when they fail, because that's godly. Proverbs 17, 9 says, love forgets mistakes, but nagging about them parts the best of friends. Wise people give people what they need, not what they deserve. That's mercy, and that's wisdom. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear from you. Write me, rick at rickwarren.org, and join me next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you.